Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa, and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. Today we are talking about... Baptism. Baptism, yes. Specifically about Jesus' baptism. Okay. Um, right? And like we did a we did a baptism talk a while back. Yeah, not a little bit ago. We've talked about we're starting to work through some gospel stories where um, you know, we talked about uh, Jesus calling his disciples, but yep. one of the things that we get a story of very early on in the all gospels, all the gospels, is Jesus and his baptism, and he's kind of come of age. He's at that age around thirty years old, where uh, Jewish men—that's when they would kind of step out and in, into adulthood. Um, you know, bar mitzvah was like they were coming into that growing, learning uh, age, uh, and there was a coming of age, and they had that that uh, celebration. Uh, when they're around 12 or 13. Yeah. So we have the story of Jesus in the temple and he's teaching and that's about the time that he kind of abandons the uh, the road trip back home. Right. And Mary and Joseph are freaking out because they mm-hmm. can't find him. That would be uh, scary. And then we have no stories all the way up to that's right. Jesus coming out and getting baptized and... As a man. Uh, as a man mm-hmm. and going into the desert to be tempted and then the calling of the disciples, which we did. So we just yeah. did these two in slightly oh, backwards order, which, I, which is fine. Jesus. Well, because we're kind of going with however the the the, the feeling goes for me, right? <laughs> I'm not sure so where you're going with this. Neither am I. Um, but we're going to look at uh, Jesus' baptism. So Good. if you've got the book of Matthew, chapter 3... Um, I have all the books. Chapter 3, <laughs> verses 13 through 17. That would be great. It's just going to take so me Matthew a minute. Matthew 3, 13 to 17. Okay, 13 to 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Yeah, so we have a little bit of a cousin Cousin Throwdown here. <laughs> Cousin Throwdown. Uh, you know, John, John the Baptizer, John the Baptist, is uh, out in the wilderness. He's uh, preparing the way. He's calling the people to uh, a holiness and a reverence, and uh, but a watchful eye for the one who is mm, to come right. next. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know from the stories of Jesus' uh, uh, birth and before that, Mary went to go visit with Elizabeth while she was pregnant. Yep. She was sent away, um, right. and as Mary and Elizabeth came together, their babies in the womb uh, leapt because they knew each other, and that's John and mm, Jesus. So yeah. we're talking about two guys that are the same age, yeah. basically, right. um, and they have grown up not together, but the scriptures kind of show us that John probably has a pretty good idea who Jesus is. Well, it says like immediately... Um, I need to be baptized by you. We don't have a ton of information about the 
obviously the dialogue yeah. in, in scriptures. But uh, he specifically sought John not to be baptized by him, and John immediately knew who yeah. he was. And, and, and like. Jesus' response is, let's get mm-hmm. this done. Like, mm-hmm. I need to be baptized now. And that's the point of, of right. this passage, is, is that Jesus wasn't waiting until he felt like it was the right time, or he was emotionally ready, right. or he had learned all of the things that he needed to do, or he had learned and memorized all of his favorite passages, mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, when he knew it was time to be baptized, he sought John out and did it immediately. Right. Um, he obeyed God's desire for his life to be publicly baptized and to begin uh, his, his ministry, his ministry yeah. right? right? And in that... There's a lesson for us as well, and that is um, that we should get baptized without delay. Hmm. When we know that it's time, when we start to feel that inkling, like, I should be baptized. That prompting from um, the Holy Spirit. That prompting from the Holy Spirit. We should should be baptized. Um, Lots of people say, you know what, it needs to be, it should be close to conversion. And I would agree that's probably, for the vast majority of people, sort of the way that it goes. Right. You figure out who Jesus is. You respond uh, in in faith in your heart and your mind, uh, surrendering yourself to Christ as your Savior. Yep. Um, publicly, it's a good idea to make some kind of statement a about that, right? Type, and, yeah. and baptism is one of those things where you submit yourself to your church family. Um, the church family yeah. submits to helping you along in your walk of faith. Yeah, and it's a good thing, that, right? Yeah, so there's this, this uh, commitment. Now, where Jesus' baptism and ours is not going to be the same is, is this is <laughs> my son who I love and I am with him I am well pleased right mm. uh, there's this proclamation from God of who Jesus is right and if you read the gospels carefully this is the statement that people will argue with hmm. Jesus all the way to his death that he you is God are not the son of God oh I see that's right? true like you mean in scripture you are not like God but yet here we have a yeah. story at the very start, where there's a public declaration uh, by Jesus that he is committed in, in his faith to, to serve God, and there is a, a bird flying down from the sky, landing on Jesus, and this is my son, whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Clearly, Luke, or uh, sorry, Matthew in this, this instance writes that down because people heard it. Yeah, that's right. Right? Like, it's not something... Um, somebody just made up. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. There's witnesses. Let's uh let's go over to Romans chapter six verses three and four. Okay. So this is uh why is baptism so important? Romans six verses three and four. Three and four. Alright. Oh well, I was gonna do four verses three. Mm. No. What was it? Romans six. Romans six. Where are you going? Why are three? Oh Verses my goodness. Three and four. All right, I have challenges. Okay. Do you not know that all of us who've been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? We were buried, therefore, with Him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Right, and this is that mm. moment where, I when like we that. baptize people, you. Is you put them under the water, you were you were dead to your sins, mm-hmm. and you then you were alive in Christ when you right. come back. Right. Like you've ever heard the saying? I think I maybe have heard it. Um, even you say it before. <laughs> like the deeper the. Yep. Deeper the deeper the sin. 
the, the deeper the deeper the dunk. The deeper the dunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and that's something that they used to do. It's uh, a little scary. Um, there's early church documents that talk about like you should be in frigidly cold, moving water um, oh. to take your breath away. Like it should, it should make you feel. It's more like, than a symbolism, right? Yeah, it's you, a... you should feel like you're closer to death hmm. uh, in that moment. And um, here's hmm. here's why this is important here, particularly in the Romans passage. It's it's our first act of obedience to God after becoming a Christian, right? This is one of the first things we should be doing. Oh, interesting. And yet, so many of us and don't. So many people of us, so many hmm. of us, hold off. So, uh, as a pastor. Uh, so far in this calendar year, we've baptized, um, seven. seven. Yeah. Um, so four, exciting, four really. of them are, or kids, right? So they're in, in that, uh, believers baptism, uh, mold where they, they confessed their faith. They, mm. they understand and they were able to answer the questions. Um, for those of you who are wondering, we're, we're Baptists. So, um, <laughs> believers, believers baptism is how we roll. Um, uh, now at the same time, I was I was sprinkled as a child in in the denomination that uh, my parents right. were. So, um, but then we also had uh, an older man who had been diagnosed with cancer, came to Christ later, actually not that long ago, hmm. um, and he has since already passed away. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, being baptized was one of the last public things that he but did. also one of the first things he did do as a believer yeah as soon as as soon as he was physically later. able to come and we were able to baptize him um we did yeah. that yeah. um and then recently um actually t- t- both of the ladies that we baptized um it wasn't super immediate there's a bit of a time now we've gone through covid mm. and there were some shutdowns and that kind of stuff um but there was a bit of a a, a delay uh, for getting baptized, which, you know, some people want, you know, here in Canada, you don't want to get baptized in a lake. You want to get baptized in a lake, so you can't do it in the winter, <laughs> no, right? So sometimes there's things like that. Things um, that do impede we, you. We yes. rent a hall that doesn't have a, you know, conveniently, no, inconveniently, right. we don't have a baptismal tank in our rented hall. So yeah. I've got to actually beg, borrow, and uh, figure out some way to have a tank of water and baptize people. And so it's a bit of a deal, but but it always works. It does. Yeah. And this is the thing is we should, we should as believers be looking to encourage people as they come to faith to take this walk of obedience right? and, and to get baptized. It Baptism always follows salvation. Not the other way around. We don't get baptized no. so that we're saved. We, we become saved and then respond in faith with baptism mm-hmm. to proclaim what we've, uh, done and it's God's choice uh, for us to publicly profess our faith in Christ to others, uh, and it's in an act of identifying ourselves with Jesus and His Lordship in our life. Right, yeah. so we're submitting ourselves, and mm-hmm. that's something that we need to do. Uh, and again, like we said, it's that symbolic dying to your old self and go down into the water and beginning a new life with Jesus as your Lord, rising up again out of the water. And uh, like you said, the deeper the sin, mm. the deeper the dunk, and. Uh, in my pastoral life, there's been a few guys where I've told them, you are going to the bottom of the tank. Yeah. And then you're going to stay there for a second. There was one where I was like, are you bringing him back up? Yeah. Well, and and, <laughs> and for that fella, he had lived a pretty... Colorful? Colorful, dubious, heinous life, right? Yeah, like, yeah. 
Uh, he was just the choices yeah, that he was. He, he was yeah. well known by by authorities hmm. uh, at different times in his life. So it was one of those things where, yeah, the deeper the sin, you need to remember being under the water, mm-hmm. like this symbolic reality. Well, and I think sometimes as believers, we don't always, especially those of us that have been like I grew up in, basically in a Christian home. My parents became Christians when I was young. Um, we don't always realize the cost of our sin. You yeah. know, Jesus paid for our sin so we didn't have to, but that cost was high. Yeah, exactly. It was painful. It, it, it cost him an awful lot. Uh, yeah. Um, let's look at Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Acts chapter 2, verse oh, chapter 41. Two. I heard 42. No, 40. Acts 2, 41. All right. So those who received his word were baptized, and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. Yeah. 3,000 souls. Could you even imagine what well, that would that be would like? that would be for our little church, uh, which, is, little church. which is uh, under 100. Um, That'd be amazing. You know, faithful, faithful few in our, our place. If we were to add 3,000, that would be pretty, pretty I traumatic. I don't know how we would do it. <laughs> uh, we would have to have... Uh, like 16 uh, church services a Sunday to fit everybody in according to fire code. Um, According to fire code. So in this way, right, like, again, it's another call here in Acts where it says baptism is is an act of obedience. And here, though, we have a reality that oftentimes what happens is when we're baptized, shortly thereafter, there's this kind of uh, spiritual energy, excitement, zeal that goes out and people begin to, to hear the gospel a little more effectively. Like they, when you do this publicly, um, it usually follows with a bit of a, a yeah. bit of a time and a bit of a period where, um, you're a little more active in your evangelism, a little more bold in the way you profess faith. Right. And God is faithful to see that, you know, uh, Turn into to fruit, bear fruit to, yeah. To turn into fruit in ministry, which is a great thing. Um, the thing is that God expects us to be faithful in what He asks or gives us to do. In Matthew chapter twenty-five, verse twenty-three tells us that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so as we read these passages, you hear we need to get baptized. You, right. We need to do this, so we shouldn't not. Now, does baptism right. secure you salvation? No. no. Does baptism guarantee entrance into heaven? No. Does baptism do anything other than a public declaration and an act of obedience to God? No. Like, this is the thing. We're called to do it, so we need to do it so that it's done. Yeah. I remember my aunt, uh, when I was a kid, my aunt passed away when she was only 23 from cancer, and she was quite sick before that. And um, she had become a Christian not too long before she got sick. And when she was in the hospital... Uh, I remember it being so important to her that she was baptized. You know, she had my dad, who was another Christian, uh, the only other Christian in the family. And then she had all of her um, her other brothers, her mom and yeah. her dad, and they were not Christian. So for her, she was like, I have to do this before yeah. I uh, die. And she did. She did. She was baptized. Uh, I don't remember all the details because like, I was uh, younger. Mm-hmm. But um, I just remember that being so important to her. And she 
got baptized, and then not too long after that, she went to be with Jesus herself. Yeah, yeah, and it, I mean, it becomes even even like that's you remembering somebody else's baptism. Yeah, but well, oft, I loved her so much. Oftentimes, it becomes a kind of monumental moment for us to remember uh, where we're at, what we're doing, all those kinds of things. So most believers. Um, if you ask them when they got baptized, who baptized them, and if they can kind of remember it, a lot of people can actually tell you. Oh, I remember. I was 10, I think. I got baptized not too long after my aunt passed away, actually. And I remember all of it. And I was I was also a child. Like, yeah. I was yeah. young. See, I got baptized as a teen. Uh, it was February 26th, I think it is. Um, and... Uh, I remember there was quite a few of us, larger church. Hmm. Uh, we were being baptized alphabetically. Oh, interesting. Um, so my buddy Andy, whose oh, name is one letter ahead of me in the alphabet. Oh, yes, Andy. The uh, he stood on the rat. side. And he, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because he looked at me and goes, hey, hey, what verse are you uh, What verse are you sharing? What are you talking about? And then he went into the water, got baptized, and came up and shared my verse. <laughs> and kind of looked in and kind of spoke through some of my thoughts. Hmm. And then he went up in our baptism so tank original, and that hey? church was down the stairs. You get baptized and then back up the stairs on the other side. So you didn't have to cross paths with oh, uh, okay. each other. So he got to the other side where nobody could see him. And he just looked back and kind of gave me the guns like, gotcha. Oh, so into That's the, so mean though. Oh, yeah. That, that so signifies him. That in, into, the wa- him. into the water I went and had to figure out what am I going to say so that I don't look like I copied Andy. When Andy copied, copied me. you. Anyway, so <laughs> still <laughs> yeah. remember it. Well, it was, yeah. The the act was still the important thing, and uh, I still encourage people to, uh, you know, to do it, even though that was I my know, baptism. I don't experience. know about you, but when I was baptized, I gave my testimony in front of yep. the church, and I can remember. I think it was April nineteenth. Um, it was Easter that year, and I was the first person in our new church building to be baptized. It was exciting. Um, Pastor Brian baptized me, but um, I remember being nervous. Whereas now, now we don't always like people don't always talk. Yeah, so, Whereas there so used to always our, be that they did. In our in our spot, um, uh, sometimes I've done a little bit of talking because people are like extremely shy, and I ask the questions. Um, we haven't had microphones close, so like the last time we baptized, it was oh, a windy yeah, day right. it was windy out in a lake day. with kind of decent size waves and it's like uh, I can't we can't like I can't make it so that you can hear everything no I couldn't so what we try to to do instead is have those gathering times Mm. um, after like whether it's a potluck or whatever coffee time or so that you can talk to people and say hey like I want like let's share my share your story with me yeah how did you come to faith what got you here And, and trying to use those moments to be relational Um, Let's look at John chapter 1, verses 29 to 34. All right. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained sorry, on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, 
He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. So here we find out actually that John and Jesus didn't know each other outside of the womb. Uh, I mean, or, or was this John? Yeah, this is John the Baptist speaking. Yeah. Yes, yeah, John the Baptizer. But I mean, they didn't grow up in the same spot. They would have heard about each other. They would have known about each other. But they, their spirits recognize each other in the yeah. womb. So yeah. here's the reality of. But as Jesus walks up, he knows, he knows who he is, mm-hmm. right? And and this is the this one result of the public baptism is to reveal who Jesus is to others, right? And, and that's no different now. Yeah. We are still being baptized so that we can reveal um, Jesus to others. Like, if you think about all of the practices that we have in our world, one of the weirder things is, I would like you all to gather around yeah. while I decide, because of my faith, that I'm going to be held under the water. Well, people within faith communities do strange things to those outside of the faith community. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is faith community to faith. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's this testifying that mm. Jesus is our Lord, that he yes. is the Son of God. And and the results are uh, from our obedience um, can be quite astounding when people yeah. begin to talk about, well, even you, just a few minutes ago, I was moved by my aunt being mm. baptized, even as a little kid, because of her her insistence and fervor to get baptized right Mm -hmm. that's stuck with you for a couple decades now right three over three so so it's it's something that is uh very formative and powerful that we have in our faith community Hmm. which is baptism it's one of those things and we should celebrate the 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 excitement of a baptism for everything you're worth right like for everything that we we possibly can um, um, so, uh, as we do, uh, or as we look at, um, baptism and, and the reality of, of what we're doing, um, we have to remember that there's, there's realities that it goes out from us into, uh, the community around. Yeah. And we have to be ready for that. We have to be ready for conversations and, and, well, and expect them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's look at uh, Luke chapter 3, verses 21 and 22. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form, like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. Yeah, and uh, this again is... is uh, not normative to us in, in no. the experience of baptism, but it was for Jesus. This is my son with whom I'm well pleased mm-hmm. or with him I'm pleased. Um, there's this direct, uh, direct God revealing his pleasure um, while Jesus was praying after his baptism. And, and God is looking and saying, no, he's like, he's my son. Yeah. I want you all to know that. And then Jesus is going to begin his ministry, which is proclaiming who he is, showing, teaching, telling who he is to those who would listen and come mm-hmm, near. Mm-hmm. Um, the Psalm 46 verses 10 and 11 ask us to be still mm. and know that he is God. I like that. God is saying, stop and realize that I'm God. I'm with you. Mm. Um, God, this means the same thing for us 
but it meant in that moment of Jesus' baptism. Yeah. Uh, God actually came near, spoke clearly and directly. And uh, the reality is for us is that God is next to you. He's actually in us when we've come to salvation in Jesus. He is in us. So at this very moment, his presence is with us. Yeah. His presence is resting on us. Mm. And uh, as we go through baptism and we look at the obedience that it that is, we also look at um, baptism as uh, a way for God to show us and tell us mm-hmm. how he is yeah. pleased with us. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right? As we show and tell him how we are obedient and committed and love and loving love him, him yeah. right? Um, so it's a it's a great thing. So my encouragement to you guys, if you're listening, uh, if you've uh, not been baptized, uh, go shock your pastor and say, "Hey, <laughs> I'd like to get baptized," and please quickly, um, please quickly. And if you are in a church that doesn't baptize, hmm. uh, find one that does, yeah. um, because this is this is a life giving thing and it's a command. We're we're told yeah. to go baptize. Uh, in the Great Commission, right? That's right. The end of Matthew, we're told to go and baptize. And uh, this is something that is not, uh, you know, optional. No, uh, right. It's it not is, like if you is, feel like it, go get baptized. Yeah, it is no, mandatory. No, we are told So to we are baptized. not only to be baptized ourselves, but we're told to be baptizing others. Mm. Um, so if you have been baptized, tell people. Tell people about how it has helped you to draw near, be transformed to... Mm. Uh, renew your uh, spiritual v- fervor and zeal for Jesus and uh, watch the great things that uh, he is going to do through our commitments of obedience. Yeah. So we want to thank you for joining us uh, for our conversation today. Uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or a comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day and hope you can join us next time. Until next time, guys.